You're listening to Inside Public Procurement by Bonfire, a show celebrating the unique stories and heroic efforts of those on the front lines of public procurement. Each episode, we bring you the latest trends, tips, and real stories from procurement trailblazers like you, who work tirelessly to bring positive impact to the agencies and communities you serve. Together, let's elevate the field of public procurement to new heights. Now, pull up a chair and let's gather around the bonfire. Our show is about to begin. Hello and welcome to the Inside Public Procurement Podcast. My name is Emily Lambert and I'm the Manager of Content Marketing at Bonfire, an e-procurement solution used by over 600 public sector agencies across North America. I'm joined today by Bob Perkins. Bob is the Procurement Director for Ada County in Boise, Idaho, where he leads the Ada County procurement team in moving towards organizational excellence. Bob is a procurement professional with 27 years of government procurement experience and is currently certified with the CPPO, CPPB, and NIGP CPP Professional Procurement Accreditations. He was recognized with the 2019 NCPP Champions of Change Award for successfully changing Idaho laws to allow for cooperative procurements. Ada County Procurement has recently been awarded the 2021 and 2022 NPI Achievement of Excellence in Procurement. Thank you so much for joining me today, Bob. Great. Well, thanks for having me, Emily. Well, the last couple of days, actually, we've been meeting in person with some of our incredible Bonfire clients, and today's no different. We're still at NIGP Conference in Boston, and Bob and I are actually here chatting in person, which is really special, soaking in kind of what is essentially procurement's biggest conference of the year. So, Bob, I want to hear from you. I know it's only day two of the conference, but what has been your favorite part of the conference so far, and what's something that you've learned that you're going to be taking back with you? Well, one of the cool things about NIGP conference is that we get to see old friends, friends that we met years ago that keep coming to the conference and we get to catch up through the year. So the networking aspect of the forum is really valuable. We get to meet new folks in procurement. We get to share ideas and we get to keep in contact with those that we meet for any issues or problems that may come up along the way. We can lean on those folks for answers. So it's a really great venue for being able to meet folks and be able to share ideas. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, you're not the first person to say that. I think for a lot of folks here, that is the obviously a lot of really great sessions, a lot of really great insights, but at the end of the day, that power of community is so huge, especially as public procurement teams sometimes we can feel like the challenges that we're facing or the barriers we're facing we can feel very alone in that I mean we feel like no one else is experiencing that and you come to an event like this and you're like oh wow maybe I'm not as alone or experiencing this myself as I thought I was so that's really great to hear the theme of this year's event has really been about the innovations that are reshaping our future. A lot of the sessions, the keynotes, conversations that we've been having at the booth have all been kind of centered around this theme. So I kind of want to hear from you. How are you kind of reshaping procurement at Ada County through innovation? Well, great question. What we're really trying to look for these days in Ada County procurement is the ability to be flexible and to be mobile. So we have, in the last few years, moved away from paper as much as possible. And so one of the cool things that we've done is be able to put all of our files, all of our important information that we contain out onto the cloud so we can access that information at any time, anywhere in the world. And so we also use software as service programs to kind of accompany that. So no matter where we're at, we always will have access to files, to our systems, 
whatever it might be. And that's really where we're moving towards. Less paper and more mobility. Absolutely. I mean, we've chatted because you are a Bonfire e-procurement client. You use Bonfire, use e-procurement at Ada County. So how does moving all of those things that were previously on paper, now centralizing them digitally, how does that really enable innovation at Ada County? And how does that overall just make an impact on the procurement process? It's been so impactful. You know, back in 2019, we implemented Bonfire. We didn't know it then, but COVID was on its way. COVID hit and we were all forced out of the courthouse and told to go home. Well, luckily we had a lot of our software service type platforms like Bonfire and our network drives already in the cloud. So we were able to leave the courthouse, go home and not skip a beat of our business processes. We were able to continue to put out bids. We were able to still contact vendors through Bonfire. We were able to do everything we would be able to do in the office, but at home. So Mm -hmm. that's how impactful it was. Absolutely. And we were chatting about this even before we started recording, but in any procurement project, there's a lot of people involved. You have you know, people that are both in procurement and outside of procurement. So you were chatting kind of about how user experience was a really big priority as you were kind of searching for procurement technology to kind of help you innovate at Ada County. So why is it important to ensure that there is a good user experience for everyone that's involved in the procurement process? In order to make it successful, everybody's got to have that buy-in for it. From the folks that are using it daily to those that are in leadership positions, such as our board, it's got to be intuitive. It's got to have a a user interface that is easy to understand. For example, our evaluators, they can just jump into Bonfire, start evaluating, and it makes sense. With very little instructions from us procurement folks, that's what is the cool thing, is that people can get into Bonfire and almost immediately know what their role is and what they need to do. And that's what makes it successful. Our board loves it because when we open bids with them, they see it up on the screen. It makes sense. The uh, bids are open. They can see the vendors. We announce the vendors in the open business meeting. And really just everybody enjoys the experience altogether just because of its simplicity and its ease of use. You mentioned how user experience is so important for evaluators. You mentioned it for your board. What about vendors? As you know, a procurement professional, you're working with vendors every day. Why is it really important to have a good user experience for vendors and what does that look like? Well, the old process was that it was paper. So the vendors would have to put together their proposals. They would give us five copies of that proposal. They would mail the proposal in. Sometimes mail is good and it gets there. Sometimes mail is not so good and it gets lost. Bonfire takes a lot of the equation of the mail out. And so our vendors really like it because all they need to do is upload their proposal one time and then we can share it with many evaluators. Bonfire walks them through the process with red lights, green lights, and lets them know that they've got a successful submission. So really like the simplicity for on the vendor side of things, just because we don't get a lot of questions from them. It's very intuitive for them to know what to do and when to do it. That's really important, Bob. That's great. Do you find that when there's a great user experience for vendors, does that translate into more vendors submitting RFPs? Do you see any impact on the competition that's happening in your RFPs? 
Yeah, absolutely. It increases the amount of vendors that we see just because of the ease of use. They don't have to sit there and worry about putting together this package that they have to mail off, for example. They can almost up to the last minute submit. So we allow vendors to submit at four o'clock, for example. In the old days, which was only a couple of years ago, they would have to mail it in days ahead of time in order to make our deadlines. And so they don't have to do that now. And you can really submit at any time during the day. We don't have to be in the office to receive that submittal. It could be after hours that they send it in. It could be on holidays. It could be whenever, just as long as before the due date. Yeah, that's awesome, Bob. And just switching gears here a little bit, you mentioned in your bio here that you've been heavily involved in changing Idaho laws to allow for a cooperative procurement. So can you tell me a little bit about your involvement in those law changes and why cooperative procurements are so important for procurement teams? Sure, happy to talk a little bit about that. So uh, prior to 2019, cooperative purchasing in Idaho for political subdivisions was very difficult and restrictive just because of the laws we had on the books. So myself and a couple other folks and key stakeholders saw the value in trying to get the law changed so we could open up our access to many cooperatives. And so we got together with our stakeholders and we put together some language for a bill and presented that bill to our legislature in 2019. And they overwhelmingly saw the value in it. They passed the bill in both the House and the Senate with majority votes. I think we only had one dissenting vote in both sides of the Senate and the House. And that law came into effect July of 2019. And since then, political subdivisions in Idaho have been able to enjoy the ability to use cooperatives for many different areas, for law enforcement, for EMS, for administration. It's really helped several of our smaller cities and counties with being able to procure items. They may not have the resources to be able to put together bids all the time. So being able to lean on cooperative contracts has helped them out immensely. That's amazing. And, you know, something that we are talking a lot about even here at NAGP at Bonfire is just the fact that procurement teams really are the heroes of their agencies and their communities. And so how does cooperative purchasing enable procurement teams to really be those heroes and impact the communities that they're serving? Well, you know, one example comes to mind. So, you know, I mentioned COVID earlier and a lot of things happened during COVID, one of which was some grants that came available for cities and counties to be able to apply towards work at home initiatives. So back in 2020, we were awarded a grant from the state of Idaho and that was great, but the grant was going to sunset in December of 2020. We were told we could get the grant funds in November of 2020. So we had about one month to get all the IT equipment that we would need through this grant to get it expended. And so cooperative purchasing played a big role in that because we were able to immediately access those contracts and procure those items prior to the grant expiring. Mm -hmm. So our board was super thankful for that and really saw the value after that of cooperative purchasing agencies. 
organizations. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Bob, we ask this every single episode of Inside Public Procurement, but I'd love to hear from you. If you were to be chatting with somebody who wanted to start a career in public procurement, what is that number one piece of advice that you'd give them? You know, it's a uh, uh, public procurement is continuing to evolve. So I would say to the person that's interested in becoming a procurement person, is to really bring a lot of passion. That's what employers want to see when they're hiring procurement folks. Passion and talent are something that you really can't train to somebody, but you can always train somebody to run a solicitation. So bring that passion, bring that talent, and I'll get you everywhere. I love that. This has been a really, really great conversation. And even just your tenure in public procurement, I think really brings an incredible perspective to this conversation around innovation, technology, user experience, cooperative purchasing. Anyone listening who wants to ask you a question or follow up on anything you said today, where can they reach you? You know, I'm easily reached at Ada County Courthouse in Boise, Idaho. They can email me at bperkins at adacounty.id.gov. Happy to answer any questions your uh, listening audience might have. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Bob. I really appreciated this conversation. I really hope that you enjoy the rest of NIGP conference. What are you planning on doing today? Any other sessions you're planning on attending? Yeah, I've got a couple sessions that I plan on attending this afternoon, but right after this podcast, I'm going to head down to the exhibition hall and continue visiting with vendors. Wonderful. Well, make sure you come say hi at the bonfire booth. Will do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Bob. And thank you so much for listening. This has been Inside Public Procurement. We'll see you next time. Procurement professionals like you are the lifeblood of public sector organizations dedicated not only to supporting your agency, but the constituents you serve. That's why we've created the Inside Public Procurement Podcast here at Bonfire, a unique place where you can share stories and discuss the topics that matter to public procurement pros. From digitization and the future of public procurement to ensuring a fair and transparent process, we're all about finding new strategies to help your agency succeed. Join us at GoBonfire.com to learn more. You've been listening to Inside Public Procurement by Bonfire. If you like what you've heard, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you have an idea for an episode or want to come on as a guest, email us at hello at gobonfire.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.